this. Actually, I have one that combines them, and this is the ultimate one. What? So it has a magnet at the end of it, and, and then also, yeah, the, <gasps> you, you squeeze the, the end of it, around. and then the clog comes out and grabs it. I was working on the Supra, and I fucking dropped a bolt, and like I said, it has all these pants, so it hits the pan, and I couldn't see it. I took my cell phone, and yeah. I just dropped it in the engine bay with the flashlight on mm -hmm. recording a video then i pull it back out and then i watch the video i'm sure we've all done this yeah and uh, i could see it i'm like fuck yeah so i grabbed that tool and i snaked <laughs> it down and it's all bendy so it went down there and then i heard the like click and like the magnet grab it and i did the little claw thing and sure shit, i pull that shit up like goddamn claws i need me one of them okay yeah. sorry um What's a what's another one? Oh, I got it. I got it. Zoom, zoom. That's, That's a good one. We all right, welcome back anymore. to the Martini Works podcast. We are back, and you actually caught us. If you're watching, in the midst of me moving a couple wheels and tires around for the upcoming uh, episodes that we're doing at U.S. Air with the old Nissan Z. Yeah. And slamming enough Gatlinburg. Oh my God. It's coming up, and Appleton Takeover, which has probably already happened. And if you're listening in. I am currently employing gels to move a bunch of heavy shit from my garage into a Jeep, which makes it look like we're cleaning out the garage, but really we're just bringing back more stuff. It's lovely that, you know, you decided to do this as we were setting up for the podcast. Well, that, you that guys, made it really good. You guys weren't doing a whole lot, you know, so oh, I figured yeah, I would, just, I'd put some stuff together for us and at least keep us busy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Gels so strong. Del, big, <laughs> strong man. Hey, by the way, my God. I have to actually like. Oh my god! I have to go into you. Let's start what the you, podcast. What are you doing we right did now? Did start the podcast. Let's let's start the start. <laughs> oh, roll you, the subject. You opened it. Oh. Did what, I you just answer some DMs right now? Start it up. Yep. Yeah, let's start it up. <laughs> <laughs> she rolling. Okay, good. Burning like a kitten. All right. If you guys actually ended up, I can I don't have access to the to oh the, to the order list. I was gonna go get it. Should I go I know, get it? Yeah, I can install. Okay, you stall. All right. I'll be right back. It's not really stalling. So what we're going to talk about on the podcast, which may or may not be the title, is some car or automotive enthusiast things that made our lives easier. Oh, so yeah. Whether, I, I thought we could talk about whether it's like detailing stuff or tools or mods or just tips. anything in general that is like just made. Because <laughs> as a car a enthusiast, there's a lot of things about being a car enthusiast that makes you hate your life. Yeah. And it happens a lot. Dude, it's insane. And it's like, it's usually self, it's 99% of the time self-inflicted. Or, or car or inflicted. Or car inflicted. And and yeah, I'd say one of the biggest things for me is like growing up and uh, when I was like working on the old Eclipse and stuff back in the day or the. Uh... It's just windy out. Oh, is that what it is? Yep. We're outside. Yeah, Sorry. we are. When, you know, working on the old Eclipse and stuff back in the day, it was like access to tools and the right tool. I was like hodgepodging, fucking erector setting, like tools together to work on that car. Like every time I touched it, because we had like just a bin of tools. It wasn't like oh, an actual sure. toolbox. It was like a Tupperware bin that was <laughs> usually that, used for like nightmare fuel camper stuff. And it was like trying to piece together the right tool that I needed or the right size socket. Um, yeah. And it made working on shit a living nightmare. So like getting, I remember my wife got me a craftsman like hundred and some piece set toolbox for yeah. <clears throat> shit it was like our anniversary or something like when we were dating in high school big big gift back then i was like holy oh, shit it's still a big gift. oh yeah and uh 
I was like, holy shit, I still use it. I like that is like my go to to this day. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I think it's a bit underrated, and you're gonna have some mechanic people getting all pissy. But like, dude, Craftsman tools are perfectly fine. Don't get all stuck on the name for tools. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've uh, my buddy has a whole full on snap on set oh, yeah. been over there, and I've used it. And it's like, it's like when you go from <laughs> like rail vodka to like a fancy vodka. And it's like, holy shit, I'm not going to be hung over now. Yeah. That's kind of what it's like. But you, you can still get <laughs> drunk off real vodka. Yeah. So yeah. if you just get crash, just get yourself a nice little tool set. You don't yeah. need to have the whole fucking no. $12,000 box. No, no, no. Actually, they're more than that. Yeah. But um, like, you know, just like a socket set that's nicely organized. Yeah, that has a decent everything socket set will change your life. You'll be surprised how long and how many years you use that fucker oh, yeah. for. I would even say the little plastic tool that you use to get the plastic components off Dude, your car. Dude, yeah. oh like my god! Little, I, like the little door. I like, finally bought a right set one. of those like interior like yep. panel removers. Dude, <laughs> I don't know why the fuck it took me twenty seven years to go buy a set of those. They're like ten bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is the best thing. Because that's the thing you you are when you're struggling with something on a car. You're upset that you think that the engineers had no idea what they're doing. And sometimes the engineers really, they don't. But for the most part, they do. Yeah. The thing is, is that there are businessmen and women. Business. Who go and they say, wow, that looks difficult. Let's fix it. And they make a part or they make a tool. And you don't think that tool exists. I promise you. It does. It does. Every tool you could possibly imagine for needing to do something on a car exists somewhere. 100%. It just has a weird name. Yeah, and sometimes it's a little expensive. Yeah, but the plastic plastic cover Plastic ones are like 10 bucks. Get them if you do anything on cars cuz even like And get the back it, it doesn't even have to be like the interior pieces. It's like the little stupid pop clips that they put fucking mm-hmm. everywhere nowadays for everything. Yep. And then you can have like I 10 bolts and then 20 so of those fucking of clips. Stuff. It's like what are those clips doing? A lot of times you can even get a, a kit of like the plastic push-ins mm-hmm. that you have because you will break them when you take yeah, them out, no matter what. A, it's just a matter of You guess something you want to read? Yeah, so I wanted to give a huge shout-out. That's what I was running back into the house for. Uh, to the following people for picking something up for Martini Works. <gasps> I because hope I made the list. <laughs> we, got, we got some banners. We got some decals. Yeah, we also so have stuff. some car parts. So thank you, Lucas, for picking up some tech springs. <gasps> Carter Grimes for picking up a catch. I'm sorry. Carter G for picking up a catch can. Connor for picking up a banner. Clayton picked up a black banner. Zachary picked up an XL Martini Works heavyweight hoodie. Nice. And then Chris picked up some lower control arms and rear camber arm and toe kit. God dang. That's so so fucking cool. So thank you guys so much for supporting that. That truly does mean a lot. You have no idea. Every single time something comes through the website, I turn into a kid of the candy shop. So if you are looking for parts for your car, check it out over at martiniworks.com. If you don't see it, that doesn't mean we don't have it. So shoot us a message through the chat bot and we will get back to you. We can help you out with the pricing, all that sort of good stuff, and we offer free shipping. So. Yeah, believe it or not, we you know they have more than uh, just tain suspension and a couple exhausts. <laughs> yeah, we do have more. We're just we're working on it. Yeah, we're no, working on it. Just give us know, a little time. I was a kid in a candy shop at one point, and I don't remember it being like overly exciting. Like I got a few chocolate raisins. I remember they had really good chocolate raisins, but like I wasn't like uh-huh. you know it's such a big term to be a kid in a candy shop. What was, uh, what was the the one that was in the Oakwood Mall? Oh, I remember that. Remember that when they had this. When he said candy candy shop, I, <laughs> I literally thought of went, that candy yeah, shop. Yeah, see, yeah, I was excited. Ex- really? I was ecstatic. It was see? pretty. It was pretty cool because it was so bright and everything was like clear. Yeah, if you remember it was all oh, really. Yeah. And I remember walking by, I'd be like, 
Papa, can we go in? And be like, no, we have candy at home. And the candy at candy home at was home. like a Mexican <laughs> spicy lollipop yeah, from good. Christmas Those the last year. Yeah. yeah. No, see, I was the kid. I like I would have my Halloween candy from last year. Mm-hmm. And I'd still be like eating. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big of a candy person nowadays, yeah. but back then, oh yeah, that would, that that was that was my favorite thing. Was like I know it was like just raw sugar, but it was like they had the machine. And there's like different like colors, and you like get the long tube, and you and it like fills the tube <laughs> that's with such sugar. Such a fucking weird candy to get. Yeah, that's, dude. Yeah. that's very odd. It's like a pix, like a giant pix. Yeah, stuff. that's yeah. weird. Let's go back to helping our fellow car enthusiasts. <laughs> no, I want to talk about with candy. tools. I would say probably for Dakota, especially since he just loves lug bolts over lug nuts. Oh. <laughs> you know, getting one of those. What do you call it? Like a lug conversion kit. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah, lug that'll bolt, save your like life. the holder that oh, you screw oh, in. No. I'd say it honestly over that over because yeah they make a little holder so it makes it easier to yeah for like twelve bucks. But just do the lug conversion. Kit. It's <laughs> That's not, like fourteen hundred. No, 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 no. Maybe no. for a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, They're really not that expensive. I just like sitting and complaining about it. No, so. that's it is good because like I've seen <laughs> Becca and I were trying to get the tire replaced on her M4 and she didn't have one of those. Usually they you just throw it in like the glove compartment or something like that. I've never used one of those. Actually. Really? It's yeah. super convenient because imagined. otherwise you bang up your lug holes really bad because you're like, you're trying to, to like mm-hmm. hold it. And then you're trying to put the, I know. the lug bolt <laughs> in and you're trying to drill it because you can't twist it. Dude, really? I, can I, I think I should make an automotive confession on the podcast. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. I've lost count at how many times I've zapped the lug bolt out and then had it fall on the lip of my wheels and i'm talking about my three-piece wheels my te37s and it is it is it's almost the equivalent of curbing like the feeling like just hearing it on the lip and i i've i've nicked it do you remember when we went out to that continental trip yes i remember vividly i knew exactly to west coast we went to west coast customs the west coast the west coast customs and there was like one of the guys he's like had his porsche there and they're like, we're going to do a tire change challenge. Challenge. Here's like, okay, an impact. Could do it. And uh, you're going to take that wheel off, put that wheel on. On this Porsche. On this Porsche. There's some random dude's Porsche. Um, and whoever can do it the fastest Wins. gets something. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> the amount of cross was, thread. Yeah, it was oh, like terrible no. wheel drop. It was cringy like, to watch. And then Gels broke the break the gun yeah, you did the gun you were using it and the impact did stopped it? working west coast customs <laughs> impact did you get billed for that or what <laughs> no, no. uh continental and might have but i didn't Jealous no good shit. At breaking things uh, the entire time what's the guy's name is it ryan like the main guy like the oh, host yeah. of the show and everything is just sitting there watching Joe's like <laughs> <laughs> and then he fucking breaks it and he's like <laughs> <laughs> it was like that it was like yes, i went to, i went to like switch it to like go like tighten it and it just was like it's just like it didn't do anything it's just the air just came flying yeah out. and then the main guy the host he was like i didn't look at him i was too nervous to you're look too him. nervous <laughs> to look anywhere else i was His like expression i didn't, didn't change it was like i didn't even want to do he this. was really nice he, he came and said hi what's up i'm not talking shit by any means no, yeah. he's a really cool guy. but like i think everyone was like what the fuck why are we yeah, it was a really odd uh, doing this test with lug bolts. Like, there's the no, there's no way that hub wasn't fucked up. Oh, anyways, I have another thing that I thought of that was like super tip. useful. Everyone should buy this. I don't even think you guys have this, so oh. you should pick it up because it is a okay. game changer. Adding it to the shopping list is like Alexa, an automotive squeegee, basically the sham wow. What is? 
they're, you know, like they're like the texture of it's almost like a, like a hide. Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you take it out, you store it wet. And I thought that was the weirdest shit. You literally put it away wet when you take it out. It's a little damp and you put it on the car and you just drag it across and it soaks up all the fucking water. Really? Oh, and it works ah. so good. Okay. I, I didn't having know a black car. You need to know this kind of stuff because water yep. spots will make your car look dirtier yeah. than it was before you yeah, washed 100%. it. That's so fair. like I needed to find something and everyone's like, oh, use a leaf blower. Dude, it doesn't work. No, it's good. Even with my car ceramic coated, it doesn't. It just kind of like moves it around. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, like just blow it, it off. To a it different just moves spot. it over here. Yeah. <laughs> For some parts, it works good. Yeah. I would say I'd say another good tip if you're if you're out there and you're going to a lot of shows and stuff like that because you are trying to keep your car clean. I made this mistake for a long time where it's like I was constantly pulling cleaning stuff out of my mm-hmm. garage, putting it in a random bag or something yeah. like that or throwing yeah. it in the trunk and then coming back and like unpacking it. Just create a dedicated car show or, you know, out of house travel kit for your car including like microfibers cleaners the basic stuff and just keep it in a bag Maybe a couple tools car. as well yeah just in case you never know yeah. i used to have that i used to have a little crate i bought a little wooden crate and i put all that stuff oh, yeah. in there and it was so nice i just threw it in the back of my car and it was just nice to have everything always just organized in there because you know a bird's gonna shit on your car <laughs> the moment the you second you don't have something yeah yeah no that's a, that's a good one i've i've ran into that i think it was literally was it last Gatlinburg? It was, it was a car show we went to, and I was like, I literally have no detailed supplies. And we had to like run to a parts store, and I just bought a bunch of stuff, and then I just kept it in the car. Yeah. I was like, this is just going to stay with me. Because that's the same thing with like your your coilover ratchet tool and like any sort of what, bolt. What's the name of that? What's the name of that? I don't know. Knuckle Blaster 9000. <laughs> you don't know the name? Like a locking collar thing? Ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking. Are you just having a huge brain fart? No, I'm talking. I like, know what you're talking about. Yeah, we I all do, know yeah, what you're talking about. It's the unfinished shape of a D. That one. <laughs> yeah. It's a C, first of all. <laughs> well, no, it depends on which way you look at it, right? It could be a B. It could be a B. It could be a D. It could be a P. Oh, it could be a really right. long C. It's a spanner wrench. Yeah, that's the name of it. Yeah, whatever. It happens to us all, but yeah. it was just yeah. funny to have. It. Okay, another one I got. Gels <laughs> actually taught me this one, so shout out Gels. It made my life easier. Ooh. Was ramps? Oh, yeah. Instead of using jacks, I've never ever done that, and I always thought they looked gimmicky and kind of stupid. Not gonna lie. And then Gels like, nah, I don't fuck with jacks. They're sketchy. And I was like, you know what? They do kind of destroy the underside of your car. Because, like, I never use them properly. Yeah. And uh, so I got a set of ramps. And now it would be really nice if I could just drive right up on them. Then it would be, like, the <laughs> ultimate life hack. But my car's too low and I just push it because the only ones I could get were pretty tall ones. Yeah. Um, which turns out to be nice. But, for example, so I can explain myself so it doesn't sound as stupid. Um, the Supra has specific jack points. And they're little, like, squares. There's four of them yeah, that yeah. are on in the front, in the rear. Um, and... You like lift those, and with having my car slammed, that car is like completely flat under the bottom mm. of it, um, with trays and yeah. stuff. So there's like no way to really put a jack on a slammed Supra, um, because you use the jack to go on the jack point, and then once it's up, it's like you don't got any more. There's fucking no backup spots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's like super hard just to do an oil change, but you get them fucking ramps. I just jack it up and I set the wheel on the ramp. Mm-hmm. And then bada bing, bada boom. Absolutely. Now, and I'm not worried about it at all when it's on the ramps. You don't think twice. I mean, it's locked and low. Yeah, you're yeah. good to go. It's just like it's parked. No, yeah. I uh, for like drifting and stuff. I I bought a set of they're like a uh, GK Tech ramps. They're just okay. like a super low profile. They're like a yeah. Yours tone. are nice. Yours are made for so like, they're like an super, aftermarket. Yeah, car. they're like super light. They little come in like a little bag. Um, I think they're like eighty bucks. Highly recommend getting a set of those if you, especially if you do like track days and stuff or 
If you have a really low car that you sometimes like I, I use them because I just need to get the jack under the car. Yeah, that's so another. Like, yeah, I was like back it up on there, and then I can get the jack under it at least. But uh, yeah, yeah be, those are those are really. So handy. you're not using like the f- the fucking wood panels. Yeah, there, I yeah, I, I still do that sometimes. That that's honestly a good tip too. Keep a few two by fours laying around. <laughs> Honestly, because if you lower your car, you just drive up on them. Like if you ever think you're like, wow, I just don't know if I should buy insert random tool or item here for my household. Try a two by four. Try a two by four. <laughs> you can probably use it for household needs and also yeah. your garage needs. At yeah, the there same was time. a before that. I I literally. Had had like a, a couple like MDF boards that I was using for something. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of like scraps laying around of that. So I be- mm. would like stack them up and dude, how many fucking times I'd like go to like go up on them and then like the stack would shift and like the whole thing would fall and I'd like have to get out and fucking restack them. And yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Another tip that I would have, if you can, any sort of like, as weird as it sounds, silly affordable magnetic light. Doesn't mm, need to be name yes. brand. Could be Craftsman, could be Milwaukee Tool if you got the money, could be a f- random fucking Amazon brand. Doesn't matter. Like just having it where you can just yeah. dunk and you connect it and it's so nice. Also, get one of those little fucking extendable magnetic ah, pen things. Because it's someone with big yeah, I know chubby exactly. dumb I hands yeah. that <laughs> drops shit all the time and it always finds its way into like the fucking tightest little crevice. Get one of those little magnetic things. Dude. Yeah, so huh. Alex's was great with the light because you can use it. In tandem with Joe's yeah. tool that he's talking <laughs> about, you need to light there's, up. There's the dark two of them. Crevice. Actually, I have one that combines them, and this is the ultimate one. What? So it has a magnet at the end of it, and, and then also, yeah, <gasps> you, you squeeze the, the end of it, around. and then the clog comes out and grabs it. Because I was working on the Supra, and I fucking dropped a bolt, and like I said, it has all these pants, so it hits the pan, and I couldn't see it. So I wish I had a magnetic light. I didn't, but what I did is I took my cell phone and yeah. I just dropped it in the engine bay with the flashlight on mm-hmm. recording a video and I like spun that bitch around and I pull it back out and I watch the video. I'm sure we've all done this Yeah. and uh, I could see it. I'm like, fuck yeah. So I grabbed that tool and I snaked <laughs> it down and it's all bendy. So it went down there and I heard the like click and like the magnet grid and I did the little claw thing and Trisha, I pulled that shit up like goddamn claw. Yeah, machine. I need me one of them. It felt like I won. Cent, I was yeah, happier than when invested. I won. How many videos do you think you have on your phone of just like random parts of your car that you either had to like take a video of to see what the hell was going on or you were using the flashlight and you accidentally like took a picture recording yeah i have oh. i have a ton but Dude, I I'll, I'll be because I, I will i'll be like okay i gotta like clean out like some stuff in my phone i'll be going through I'm like what the fuck is this and it's like like inside of like the freaking like fender gap and like the 240 or some yeah. shit like that's just me with like spare car parts yeah like i'll just like open like there's a set of gyro disc brake rotors in that shelf right there yeah. or the e55 amg that i had eight years ago and i was like why don't you sell them alex yeah. <laughs> i don't because i did i tried it literally still shows up on facebook it's like 2017 it's like would you like to renew this <laughs> no one wants to buy them six years old like, hey you remember this <laughs> it's like oh shit yeah i do i guess just um, no i would say so like in in summary if you're looking for some quick tips some quick wins with parts and like buying stuff for your garage the plastic removers are awesome mm-hmm. for like the different snapping pieces on the interior you can actually get the same thing for your electrical connectors in your engine bay mm-hmm. there's a tool for that it's like ten dollars oh yeah totally worth yep. it things that you can either grab with that either have a magnet or a light getting some magnetic lights is super helpful and then honestly just like keeping a tray around and keeping like a, a way to organize all the stuff as you go to take apart your car mm-hmm. like i have ziploc bags that are just in here with a with a sharpie marker so that anytime we're doing 
doing something, if it's more than like just two or three it. bolts, just label it, zip it up. You might think it's a waste. You can cross it off, use it for the next project. But just organizing mm -hmm. your garage with the right tools speeds things up tremendously, almost to like, what, 20 minutes? Dude, at least 15 if you want. Yeah, 20 minute job. Most of your jobs yeah. would be like 20 minutes. All right, one last tip. If uh, you have an aftermarket part installed and you want to go back to stock, if you just watch the aftermarket part install video backwards, <laughs> it's actually putting your stock parts back on. We're going to be right back. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about some other fuck shit. So the internet is a fantastic place for Who told you that? people of all kinds, all interests. It's sometimes a little bit of a cesspool. But for the most part, the internet is a pretty cool place to be. All right. The only problem is, is that sometimes it can kind of romanticize, in my opinion, the reality of life, we'll call it, okay? You watch eight-second TikToks of this person being like the perfect mother, perfect father, and if you're an aspiring dad or mom, you're like, wow, I guess that's how I have to be all the time. And then it puts these unrealistic expectations on your life. We're going to not take it so seriously. We're going to talk about the same <laughs> shit happening in the car scene because it is 100% happening. It's <laughs> happening to me, and it is kind of bugging me a little bit. And I think it's probably impacting other people's ability to share their automotive passion like let's I can see that like just to, to give you a little bit of a maybe maybe some is that a pink escalade oh my god it totally is, is oh that one whoa, of the, it's is like, like the mary light? Kay? yeah it's a mary k one isn't it, it? Is. we're in that kind of neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> doesn't no. that mean like they give you if you sell like a yes. shit ton of stuff don't they yeah they give it's you like one the of mary k like final boss Wait, mary <laughs> k if you sell enough of their makeup will give you an escalade mm -hmm. yeah well, they've got I know some. what I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so when we jump into like this conversation, I think we're we're kind of became maybe the most relevant for me is I'll go out there and I'll watch TJ Hunt, Adam LZ, Dustin Williams yeah. eliminate in like a cycle of sorts. And I was kind of I came across TJ Hunt's video of him releasing his GTR mm -hmm. like series, one of he's been working on for like two years. He's been yeah. working on for two years, and I'm like. And I saw that video and I was amazed by it. And I was also like, holy shit, why would I ever want to make a garage video about me like doing two to three <laughs> things on my S2000 when yeah. shit like that exists out there? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It is wild because it's like, you know, I remember when I first started watching like automotive YouTube stuff, it was like it was the little things and it was like. You, you could see the progression because it was like Mighty Car Mods doing like goofy shit with their like dot was it datsu datsu yeah. or whatever um like cars and like goofing around with that stuff and then it was like you know all the boys installing coilovers and nvidia exhausts for the first time and it's like you know it was, it's cool to see that but yeah now it's like i feel like no one no it's one so wants wild. to watch it anymore unfortunately and it's like i loved watching that stuff yeah well yeah it's because it, it's really tough youtube has changed quite a bit and oh, it's no fault of anyone else I, everyone's just doing you know what content will Pull more yeah. views and yeah. to get more views you have to do crazier stuff that's the way it is right yep. now um but like when youtube started you know these guys shout out to them because they've been doing it for like 12 plus years yeah. at this point which is yeah. insane um but like you could just do like an exhaust install or yep. an intake install because there was like not much maybe one there. other video on it so yeah. it was cool to see another perspective or maybe they had a tip in theirs that they don't now there's a million videos but also it's so much different now because companies know that youtube is a good way to market their yep. product so 
they people a lot more people can do these insane series because the company is willing to shell out some cash yep. to be a sponsor um, to now do a crazy series. So it makes it kind of unrealistic for the little guys. And then like also even like me, I agree. I get a little bit deterred making content because it's like I've had the same car now for going on three years like yeah. and I, it's to the point where there's not like a ton more i want right to you're not to it you know people are you know it's almost like the expectation is like every video needs to be like a crazy evolution from like this step to this step to yeah. this step mm -hmm. where it's like you know i just maybe want to like install like a little wing on the car or like i just want to change the wheels out or we just had to like upgrade the brakes a little bit or something like that you know it's it, it doesn't feel like it's enough no, it never feels like yeah. it's enough. What ever. I what I have found though, what's helped me with that kind of stuff specifically, because sure. it's like I you know I did some videos with like the two forty and stuff like that. It was like, you know, spent the whole weekend like filming and like doing all that kind of stuff, and you know didn't perform entirely too well. But what I have found success in is like the short form stuff. So like cutting it up or like even specifically just setting the phone up and filming portions of that installation, yeah, and then throwing it on like Instagram Reels and TikTok and and YouTube Shorts even. Um, and it reaching way more people and like doing what's expected and, and and that and that is fun too. But I mean, you know, I, there's still something about making like a full length video that just feels good, but it also right. sucks because it's like you know, you just almost know that's like, like this is just how much gonna... work goes into Dude, that it's insane. compared to you know just making a shirt. Not that yep. I mean, shorts don't take work; they do, but not. You know, you're editing something that's under a minute compared yeah. to yeah. ten minutes, and it is you so can, much. You can sit more. down on you can sit down on a couch, and like you know, while you're doing other stuff or while you're making lunch, you can crack out a, a short video. Yeah, right, absolutely. You know, a long form video that's 14 minutes long of you mm -hmm. installing. That's a something. it's a couple nights at the computer editing. You know, that's yeah. like, that's that's a good chunk of time out of the way, and it's like, you know, then it gets to be. It's like okay, well now, the time investment into mm -hmm. it, it's like well fuck, I might as well just make five shorts in a couple hours versus you know one 14 minute length video but everything else is monetized too and it's like we're we're speaking from the perspective of i would say we've done that before like right. we made long form videos that have been successful and have oh, done absolutely. well and things like that so it's like i've seen that those numbers and it's been really satisfying but at the same time everything is monetized nowadays so it's yeah. like if you want to edit a video, but you can't edit a video, the cost of getting a video edited is expensive. The cost of getting a thumbnail made, expensive. The cost of having somebody help you film it is expensive. So it's like, if you go into the monetized space of YouTube and say, well, I'm gonna see if somebody can help me edit this. It's like, well, you're probably 200, 250 bucks deep then in it, an edit. It, then it turns into a business. And, where then, it's and like then you're getting 6,000 <laughs> views and you make $12 and you're like, uh, yeah. is this what other people are doing? And right, it's like, right. no. That's, that, then you gotta, you know, is it worth it? Literally, is it worth it at that point? Because it's like, look at how much money I'm shelling out. Maybe for like even the parts or like, you know, and then the time. And then like you said, if you're having someone edit or like, you know, film stuff and paying that for it's like yeah you, well, yeah, you can see, easily that, rack up the bill pretty high that's for, the yeah. thing is like not, I, I enjoy making videos yeah it's exactly not, i'm not doing it just for a check but that's what helps make right. the videos that's <laughs> yeah. so i can do the next thing so i can go out and do the next yeah, event say, or like, whatever you know, you know the the point at least you know for me like the monetization of stuff is to like put back into the videos and like to have stuff to do to the cars yeah the investment you know? is always just back into so yeah it makes it, tough. it makes i it think really where it where it gets weird is like if you're out there and you're trying to make content or you're trying to do something and you get a little deflated because of how much has already been done mm -hmm. you know sometimes even though it's tough it's like just do it anyway yeah
as much as you don't want to or as much as you think it's not going to do well, maybe it doesn't do well. And then you're going to be like, well, shit, I'm never going to do this again. But <laughs> the market was a lot easier to do that sort of stuff 10 years ago. Yeah. It was very easy five years ago. I would say it was easy five years ago. It's very hard now because a lot of the tutorials and the how-tos and the high, like the, the videos that helped a lot of these people that you see huge now kind of explode was because they started making how-to videos. That's literally what it was. Like you look at some of TJ Hunt's oldest videos blowing up with the FRS or the BRZ, what yeah. was it? With Miley, I think it's the yep. name of the car. And it was like, how to install a rear spoiler? Yeah, how to how to stick bomb like your fender? The car to, was relatively new. No one was really doing that yeah. content on the new platforms. Everyone wanted to see, you know, the product because it was like, oh man, I get to see like this progression and evolution. It's yep. like I don't have to spend money on it, but I can watch this person do it, and that was. What and those was videos doing. got half a million, a million views, oh, yeah, two million huge, views, yeah. and it's like. You know, when you when you look back at a lot of those, even from our, our previous history, like some of the biggest first videos outside of us talking about brands was how certain things worked and yep. how certain yep. things didn't work. And we were the first ones in the space. So that's what brought the views up. So it's like you either have to be I think I read heard this from somebody. He's a Minecraft guy. He wears like a mask smile. Uh, he's got like just a smiley face. Marshmallow. No, no, <laughs> no. What's his name? I have no idea who you're are you talking about Dream? Yes, Dream. Dream was on didn't a podcast, he, didn't and he, he get said in trouble for some shit. I don't know. I was only watching the podcast. I don't okay. need to anyway. know everything anyway. about everyone all the time to be able to reference somebody on a podcast. Anyway, what did he say? He's like, if you're gonna go into something, you either have to do something new or you have to do something better. Like if you want to make a splash, mm -hmm. and and I think just going into your content and asking yourself if you even want to do that is a really good first step. Like, do I want to be different or do I want to be better? Sure. Or do I want to just make content? Because I think if you say, I just want to make it. Like, I don't really care about it being different or yeah, being then better. Then it's like, don't expect then you don't a crazy have, outcome. Yeah, then you, you know? don't have yeah, the expectations. Test, uh, TikTok and those companies are like, well, we'll give you a random million viewed video every once in a while so that you feel like you did something fantastic. <laughs> and then you're going to go pump out 30 more videos and they're going to get 2,000 views. You're, and like, you're what like, what the, the fuck, hell? man? Yeah. I thought I was... The next yeah. this or the next that. And it's, it can just be disheartening, especially in the car scene, because I think a lot of people are very what's well, you word, get like so, malleable or, you or get influential. So, yeah, you get so influenced by it, and it's like you get attached to it almost. Like it's all, you know, you get addicted to it in a sense where it's like, oh man, that worked. I got this. And then, like you said, you pump out like 30 more videos because you're excited and all that kind of stuff. And then it's like, man now i suck at that yeah. was stupid what am i doing you know i think it's like a you problem it's really not don't don't beat yourself up if your content doesn't perform well yeah one thing i think to clarify too is like you're kind of talking about the old videos uh that like tj dustin mm -hmm. those guys made um i wouldn't say it was easy necessarily back then i mean it still takes the same amount of oh, stuff yeah. sure to do a video not like it's still a grind to consistently cool. upload anyone that's doing that dude i know for a lot of people, it looks like, oh, they're just making a video, having fun. Yeah. But it, it is a ton of work, um, no, planning and stuff like that. But um, I totally agree. I think it was just more, um, you know, it's easier for like maybe ideas because there was like no you video. So you yeah. had so much room where it's like now everyone has done the video you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. that part, I think, I, is a little harder. I think where I where I get that from is like I love the content that all those guys do, TJ and Adam and, and Dustin and all those guys that have been doing it and girls that have been doing it for a long time. I think for me, though, it's the same sense of saying if you were on TikTok before everyone else in 2017, you have a massive following if you just posted. Nowadays, yeah. nowadays, for you to get a large following on TikTok, you either have to do it better or you have to do something new. That's yep. the only way you blow up. The 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 
the amount of people coming into the space to like take the content to like mm -hmm. watch 10 years ago was much higher than people that are now populating that space with content. And that's what I mean by gotcha. maybe it's not that it's easier, but the competition was lower. There weren't as many right. Adams. There weren't as many TJ. The Hunt. chances there was, there of were success not as, were higher. Yes, because there were not as many people playing in the field. Now there's a lot of people playing in the field. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're starting this space in 2022, you do have more of an algorithm blocker mm -hmm. that I would say than you did if you started in 2013 or 2010. And I think the same thing goes for TikTok. The same thing goes for yeah. Instagram. Remember the days before Reels on Instagram, how hard it was to oh, actually how grow nice a following? It was. Oh, sorry. You know how hard it was to grow a following without on Reels Instagram? back then? Yeah, it, it was, was impossible. Wild. I was yeah, I was, it was funny. I was looking at that because like, you know. I remember when I, I consistently started like posting photos and stuff on like Instagram and like, you know, saw like the growth and like, you know, with everything going on. And when reels happen, it's like, man, I remember it took me like so long to like gain like this amount. It was like posting like every day consistently, all that sort of stuff. And then, you know, within like the last, like, I think like six months here, it's like doubled where I was like, you know, yeah. like it's just exponential with that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it's, and that, that growth used to be normal on YouTube. Like yeah. from somebody who's done this for a long time, because I would say I have, I think, I don't know how long you've been making content on YouTube, Dakota, but like. Since I came out the womb. Yeah. <laughs> Jels, how long have you been making content? Like in general? Yeah. Uh, like for YouTube. Shit, like middle school, high school? Yeah. So like from like snowboarding edits to. <laughs> yeah, like, like RuneScape music stuff. videos. RuneScape yeah, music middle, videos. I'd say yeah. middle school. Like yeah. back in the day when titling something and having the right tags actually meant like a super big deal back then because yeah, they no, didn't have something be, yeah. scraping it. But, you know, it has it has changed. How, how things grow has changed substantially. And I think those vanity metrics, as much as Instagram wants to tell you that they don't want you to care about them, like there's a whole psychology around those apps being used it's, because you want those numbers to happen. You it like everything is like I look at it it's like it has to be precise almost. Like you yeah. have to have like a game plan going into stuff. Like especially if like you're starting off with something, it's like you you need to like be precise with each step that you take. But and and hear me say that's also why I think some that's not to say that if you're out there trying to make content, you're out there trying to be yeah. a car enthusiast, you're out there trying to be a YouTuber. Like don't don't not do it because you hear that it's hard because no. there are people that look at the the conversation of saying I want to either be better or different and people are like well I'm gonna be different and you get YouTube channels like Night Ride yeah. which are so freaking cool to watch like just their style and mm -hmm. their color and the way they talk and the way they frame things and like they have a super cool unique channel that is really engaging to watch that doesn't feel like, like anything, anything else. else out there. You know, so 100%. it doesn't mean don't do it. It just means think about yeah, maybe what you you're going to do. You might be different without even knowing it. Might yeah. be a little weird. Maybe you're a Sean Berger. <laughs> I miss Sean. He, he messaged me. Know. He said, hey, I've been listening to the podcast. It's like I, I miss uh, hearing you guys. And I was oh, like, damn. Damn. Miss Sean. So I said, we got to get Sean on the podcast. Oh, that would be that would be so wild. We're going to drive to Florida tonight. <laughs> and we're tonight? Gonna go, yep. We're going to go get him on the podcast. Right. I miss Sean. Sean should come up to Tennessee. Yeah, he should. Oh, he should. should. Awesome. He can bring his 2004 MLK 55 <laughs> AMG one of green one ever of made one in of the world, <laughs> owned by the president of Zimbabwe. No, and him, he does <laughs> like roll up in that scooter that he. Has. Hey, Charles <laughs> and I have seen Saddam Hussein's car. Yeah, 
I don't yeah, know if you can say that on the internet. Oh, well, fuck. they said it to us, yeah, and they, they showed it to us. Like, yeah. yeah, so here's, uh, you know. Here's like Herbie. Here's, yeah, Herbie, the Mach 1. That's Saddam Hussein's limousine. <laughs> and there's uh, the Batmobile. Bat <laughs> <laughs> We're like, wait, what? What was that? Hold that, on. Wait, what's what this you, weird car? What did you say that was? Why is the glass like this thick? Why did <laughs> you get that? How did you get Oh, we just bought it in an auction. What do you mean? What auction? <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, when we heard it came up for auction, we knew we had him like, how do you, where, like, what are you tapped into to know when that kind of vehicle goes up for sale? Yeah. It's just yeah. absolutely that was why, And it's just like in the basement of the Peterson Auto Museum. It's just yeah. tucked away. Like, As it should be. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not sure that's when maybe you put, that's not like, like when you crush put it. front yeah. and center, you know, in front of everything. That's maybe fair. They couldn't but crush it because the glass was like three how, inches How thick. do you think they destroy a bulletproof like vehicle like how do you think when they go and they grab like a, an old chevy tahoe and they're like well we gotta we gotta get this well, thing crushed and you go to crush it and you're like yeah she's <laughs> not it's not crane proof though alex so I'm yeah. i think it does just smash up still yeah well, 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 well if we ever get like crazy rich we're gonna buy one of them bulletproof presidential vehicles I'm gonna get and then we're gonna wheel. destroy it like a whistling deal there too yeah, they the did. Oh, the one that's like really weird. Yeah, they oh, also yeah. had Donut Media's the high low cars trucks. or the the trucks. Yeah, the, the high low trucks, trucks were there. That was kind of cool to see. Like they took those vehicles Bro, and put in them in a museum. Zoomies now. Yeah, right? so is Adam LZ. Who isn't in Zoomies? Is, you know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I kind of stopped going in Zoomies after I turned thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I I, I, I won't lie. I, yeah. I still hop in there every once in a while. Dakota's, you gotta, you gotta go yeah. in and, and see I do. you guys doing all right. I feel How's like it going? Yeah. Are you, we chill. What, yeah, what, what cultural references are we at in the graphic then, yeah. space these yeah. days? I walk into Zoom they're like, yo, for real, for real, what up, dude? What you popping? What's oh, going no. on with you? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to fucking trade home or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to Ross. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go get my shoes from somewhere else. I'm going to go to Foot Locker now. No, for real. I feel like I'm at the age now where I'm too old to go into Zoomies, but I still, I, I like some of the stuff. I did go check out like Adam LZ's merch. Yeah, yeah I went to check merch, that out. Because that is cool mm -hmm. as fuck. I'm not talking down on that at all. I think no. that's the neatest thing. And I think it's cool to see like uh, the automotive scene get a little more mainstream. I know oh, some people get worked up about yeah, that. Well. Uh, I think Travis Scott did a lot of that too. Like, normalizing Travis the automotive Scott, scene yeah. Travis Scott though did do something to the 240SX pricing for sure because after that the the music videos because he did a music video and did a bunch of like carousel pictures oh it was the, like the RX-7 the RX-7 the, yeah. the NSX RB's car because yeah, the guy we, that was in one of the music videos the red NSX is actually we know him ours. he's really <laughs> Alex <laughs> drove that car it was yeah, a really cool it's car it's a Travis Scott music yeah, video I think I rated it like an 8 out of 10 he but, sold that car now didn't he yep. yeah, yeah she go did he you know, adjust the price for it being in a Travis Scott music. I don't know what the <laughs> Dude, final I sale price God. was. I swear to God, I would have did. milked that shit. <laughs> the amount of people I remember going to the Travis Scott like carousel picture. Didn't he posted. say like Travis wanted to buy it from? Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing people on the Travis Scott post on Instagram. Everybody's like, "To the red car," which was a, a two forty, and the. Dude, I got it. Dude, that's a dream car. I need that car. What is that car? How do I get that car? I'm like, oh, fucking shit. So okay. you're saying, they were already... Oh, no. So what oh, you're no, no. saying is that I got a cool car. You need He's to paint your you, car red, and then maybe... Blart, uh, Travis Scott's going to buy Blart car from you. Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> Could you imagine Travis Scott and Gels having a conversation together? No. What would you guys talk about? What would be the first thing you'd say to Travis Scott? What are Hello, you saying? Hello, Mr. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Why'd you kill those kids? 
Okay, that was kind of all right. All right, all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a short break, and we'll be coming up on the third segment here. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. If if that comment was too rough, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're getting so soft on this podcast. Go go restart the cameras. I'm not soft. I'm not hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a time in our lives we've owned a car. That we yeah. thought was going to be shit and wasn't shit. There has to have been a time where there was a car where you're like, you know, I'm just getting this because I just yes. need like a daily or yes. I need this. Yes, or, I uh, have it. I Ford F-150. Was is it? Multiple. Ford, yeah. Ford Escort Wagon. Ford oh, Escort that's Wagon? Cool. That's what I learned how to drive manually. Wagon. I would also like to say Ford Escort Wagon because I had yeah. one as well. So there's a common denominator here. <laughs> Buy a Ford. Ford. <laughs> we all thought it was going to be shit. And then it was No, dude. I had a few F-150s in my day because like I would sell it. I would have it for a winter beater. Yep. Drive throughout the winter and be like, okay, I'm just going to like drive my car all the time. Then I would end up getting a different car in that time. Then I'd want to keep that one nice. So then I would get yep. another F-150. They were all white. Half of them were manual. The other, I think I had like three or four total. Uh, but no, they always did exactly yeah. what I need to. And they were... As much as I hate to say awesome it, having, having a shit. truck have... Oh, was, I want one so bad again. They're so incredible. I just hate the way they look. They're just, expensive. They're, yeah. they're expensive. Well, and they're just not made right. For some reason, I just don't oh, no. understand why... Why? What? What do you mean they're not made right? Okay, well, let me let me ask you this. Okay. How long did it take until Ford and Chevy were finally like, wait, what if we made the beds out of aluminum so they didn't rust as bad? People hate that. Cars still rust oh, out. So yeah, okay, they do hate it because it's aluminum. But that's still, not a truck or car thing. But that's what no, no. Bad analogy. Startled. <laughs> you want me to try again? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why does the paint suck ass on most trucks? Vehicles. No, my Focus ST yeah. car for your Ford F one fifty had terrible paint. Startled. And so did my Focus ST. So oh. car and truck. I'm saying. Okay. I'm well, saying both did. Try again. Right, let me try again. That's not truck specific. Why? Strike two. Okay. Okay. He's out of ideas. I'm running out. That's because trucks are nice. Everyone. No, <laughs> no, they're not. I wish no, I could. Not. I'm probably no, realistically going to do some stuff to the Jetta, like coilovers, wheels. Enjoy it for a little bit. I'm going to sell it and get a truck. No, I just see Supra it. and a truck. Like all the summer car. No, don't get me wrong. I like, <laughs> I like trucks. Yeah, I just don't drive They're just enough. not that great, dude. I, they're not that great. Why? Here's why? what's happening. Here's what's happening. Because the quality At, no, and the price no. in which they're, Shut up. they're set Shut up, up for is dumb. Shut up. Here's the problem. <laughs> Shut up and let me you talk. Trucks one are like a hundred grand nowadays. That's the fucking yes. problem. So are cars. No. I understand. So Ford for Escort wagon. grand and the trucks have not. <laughs> Ex- you know, yeah, they haven't gone like this with it. The quality has not increased. The only Trucks thing stay that the had, same. The prices increase. Yeah, That's yeah, the issue you're the, having. The best looking ish truck, honestly, is like a fifth gen Ram on the interior because they're finally like, hey, what if we made this leather like brown? Okay, this is, <laughs> and this, call no, it the no, Longhorn no. edition. No, 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 no. And no, like no. the Texas people, are like stop, boom. You know, I don't know why we're going so hard on trucks right now, but what I'll say is, trucks are very nice. They're good. Nah. The only thing that has sucked and continuously sucked and has not improved, and I don't know why they can't get it right, is the infotainment system. Oh, yeah. my God. They're so How about bad. the infotainment system, the plastics, like the all of the truck? There's The only thing that a truck is really that you're paying for is like the chassis. The rest of it, they go as cheap as know. they possibly I can. the interiors yeah. on like some Fords and stuff was actually like really nice. The, the new one, what was the one that like uh, Zach Edlin had? It was like he a newer a, generation. He had a Tacoma. No, he had a Ford F-150. We're not Wait, talking who? about Zach Rashid. We're talking oh. about Zach Edlin. <laughs> oh, oh, different Zach. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a Ford. Because that's when they put the same cab 
on the F-150s as the F-250s and F-350s. So the cab was always huge, which was great for the back seats because you got a ton of space. You know, Chevys, they're big doo-doo unless you got the big old quad cab, you know, extended cab. But still, I just don't think the quality's there in the trucks. And they do cost $100,000. That yeah. is part of it. That yeah, does upset me a little expensive. bit. they are expensive. I'll give you that. Would you, meanwhile, same, meanwhile, would you, you still be complaining if they were still thirty grand? No. There. No. There it is. Volkswagens, you can buy all the fake kind of leather. It feels really nice on the inside. It's very comfortable. It's great. And it's $32,000. That's all I'm saying. But it's not a truck. And trucks yeah, are Yeah, it's okay. half the size. Yeah, but... <laughs> And half is capable. <laughs> and half the price. But the thing is... Yeah! That's exactly. the point we're that's making! <laughs> no, it's like, I guess I'm not necessarily justifying. I just don't think, like... I think cars and trucks have equally gone up I do not. Value. I do not agree with that. I so think you're that, okay with this being a six-figure car, the Nissan Z, but a truck can't be a That should not figures? be a six-figure car. It isn't a six-figure car. Sorry. Almost. Yeah, that is not a six-figure car. But if that car was... At the same inflation of an F one fifty coming off the lot at eighty six thousand dollars, I don't say that's think fucking this, dumb. You paid fifty grand for a Nissan three fifty Z with a couple turbos. No, it's got a couple turbos. And that's about it. And what have they done to this? That's <laughs> they put two. It's definitely <laughs> the put, interior. Yeah, the interior, the infotainment. No, it's the same. They no. put the same three gauges that have always been in it. Yeah. <laughs> Two years, they can finally put a fucking boost gauge in it. So, you know. What's the other one? Turbo speed. Turbo speed. <laughs> what is that? Why that's, does that have a turbo speed that's gauge? That's always the been a thing. between boost and turbo speed? That's always been a thing on the Datsuns. They always had those three pillars or the three gauges in the middle. Well, then that's fucking like use them. So that's thing. what I'm saying. It hasn't gone like this. It's gone like this. No, but that has a <laughs> We're not turbo. talking about this. Or this. <laughs> We're talking about this. <laughs> I don't agree. It's coming saying. with forged 19-inch wheels. It comes with a new infotainment system. It's got new safety equipment. It's got a twin-turbo V6. It's got I'll a agree. manual. It's got an LSD the twin dual turbo. exhaust. The twin-turbo is a nice upgrade, even though nice it was in a car brakes. that they already had. So they just Doesn't recycled matter. it in. Doesn't matter. I'm they just do that all the time. How big of an upgrade is it from a 350 or 370? Just... I would just say if the 370, when it was new in 2021, was how much? 36000 Sure. 36,000. So the increase in price 20 grand is for a twin turboed motor with forged wheels, a slightly different interior, a better infotainment system and safety system. There was no 370s that came with forged wheels. I don't well, the Nismo I think came with forged Volks. You're looking and to swap those out anyways. Why do you keep talking about them? I'm you're just, just you're rip them off immediately. Why do you keep talking about it like it's such a good thing? <laughs> well, it's because you know it's an accessory. I had the car for a month. You're like, I can get rid of those fucking wheels. I hate them. Yeah, well, I do forged like rays just aren't actually doing it anymore. <laughs> oh my god, it's impossible. <laughs> I wonder how much they weigh. We will weigh them shortly. Well, we got the M4 comp wheels back there too. Those look really good. And we tore those off the M4 immediately too. Those are BBS, right? Yeah. How come yeah. this fucker don't even have Brembos? Or are those Brembos? They probably are. No, they're um, Akebonos, Akebono, right? I don't know. How you say it? I don't know. It sounds right. Yeah, Akebono brakes. <clears throat> Same ones on the Z. Akebono. Why the is the Gloria? I know you guys can't see it there. Watch. We're we're sitting in front of the Gloria right Upgraded now. Upgraded headlights. And it has four headlights. But yeah, but the two outers are blue. Upgraded. Upgraded. What's blue? Why blue? Why? Because it's like a, it's like a style thing. It's a style thing. Are those the H sevens? Oh no, there's like the. Was it? P I A A, like oh, yeah, a really yeah. sought after. Yeah, 
Like ball, the, those yeah. you can sell those to I some know. like high school kid for hella money. I know. <laughs> high school <laughs> kids don't have hella money. Exactly. <laughs> it's the little things. What do we think? I mean, obviously we just talked about the Ford Ford Escort and Ford F one fifty being the best car of all time. I won't say it's the best. I just said I was happily <laughs> surprised because I thought it'd be shit. The and I was willing to accept it because it was dirt cheap. And then, and you're then like, it was wow, awesome. This is actually pretty nice. It never left me stranded. My Ford Escort name was putt putt. Why are you naming your cars Putt Putt? Who names their cars anymore? No, yeah, I you? don't. That was just back. That was like the the family named it. Yeah, he, he has a name for because the it was. He just doesn't want to. Tell I do us not anymore. have a name for. Would, the RX8. would you name the RX Eight? I don't What's have the name, a name of the RX. I literally don't. Have tell me the name. It Putt Putt Two Point Oh. <laughs> putt Bang. <laughs> putt Bang. <laughs> I have watched Gels drive by traffic on the highway, let off the gas, the flame comes out, and I see the other car <laughs> wiggle away from the yeah. center of the road. <laughs> the RX-8 can shoot pretty big flames. It's ridiculous. It's I've stupid. seen it multiple <laughs> it's times. So stupid. Especially if you see it around sunset. Oh, it's so night. cool. Yeah, we were, we were on our way up to US Air on that Saturday, and we had fucking old John Boy and his fucking Ford Ranger doing 40 and a 55, and uh, I had to get around him. I think I probably made him shit you his You scared the shit bit. out of that guy. I didn't even try. Like, yeah, I was like, I just want to get around his poo. <laughs> like, it was a loud one. Yeah. It's, uh, there's some that when it backfires, you feel that shit in your chest. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. I'm trying to think of like, is there a car? Is there a car that you would say that you would go to bat for that you think can really do it all? Do that it if, all? That you would be like, yeah, Jetta Sportwagon TDI. I've gone yeah. down this road many times. It's just ugly. No, ah. it's not. I think they even look good. <laughs> no, they're ugly. What? They're ugly. I think they're ugly. I think if you don't don't attack it? my personal character, but I just think they're a little ugly. I think if you lower it, it looks better. It looks good, and then they also have like an OEM lip and side skirts that you can put on. That's I a little bit pricey. I but think it's because I've always seen them in white. What's wrong with that? Yeah, color? what's up with that? I had a white one. And I thought I looked good. <laughs> no, you, you had the red rotiforms on it, did you? Yeah. yeah. I, if I okay. could go back, I wouldn't sure. do that again. I wish oh, we thirty came the up thirty-four on... pound wheels on Dude, the those my <laughs> fuel mileage went down with those wheels. Those rotiform wheels BLQs, were atrocious. The heaviest goddamn thing. They're so heavy. Dude, I remember when we put those on. I was like, "This is insane." Yeah, it, it was, was insane. So my, I watched my fuel mileage directly go down from that. <laughs> yeah, you did like I the, couldn't believe you it. You did like what the, the DPF. And and all that you yeah, no, exhaust. You didn't. It, hypothetically, hypothetically, you if well, you I never drove that, it on the street once. Yeah, I you never did drove it. it on the street once. You did that, but like the tune and everything, like you got really good gas mileage. Like holy shit! Yeah, it was, it was over like, sixty, and I put those wheels on. I went, <laughs> went back, back down, down to fifty <laughs> when I was driving when in my backyard. To, when you have to spend twenty five hundred dollars to counteract the weight <laughs> of your wheels to get the same gas mileage. If I could do it again, I wouldn't do the BLQs. That's if for you sure. were to do it again, we would have finally done the Wonder Bread wrap. It would have been so. I easy. thought that would be cool. <laughs> See, that would have been sick. I know it would have been. It would have been I so. Just, I have easy. not just seen a couple that, circles. I have not seen amazing. that wagon <laughs> in a different color than white. It, there is other ones. Yeah, like gray, <laughs> black, silver. Volkswagen really, really got creative with that. You platform. see a red Volkswagon? It's like okay. Damn. Well, we know what mine is, Alex. What one would you pick? What's a car you say can like do it all? Yeah. I would say like a like better be fucking good too. <laughs> honestly, I would go back to a a 2002 or 2001 Audi Allroad. With okay, the two, that's the with, same goddamn car. With, with the two, literally the same. <laughs> with the 2.7, the six-speed manual, 252 horsepower. You can tune it up to 320 without doing anything else to the car. You can lift it. It looks awesome. Takes the kids to school. I agree. All wheel drive. That's a good car. It's just, good it's car. practically the same thing I said, but that wasn't good. 
<laughs> All right, Charles, what do you got? All right. 1995. Eclipse. BMW. 325i. <laughs> sedan. Really? Yeah. That's your do-it-all car? Dude, that... Why? That... I just... I know I said it before. I'm saying it. That car got me places that it absolutely, like, on paper, should not have gotten me. Mm-hmm. And I'll stand by that. I'll die by that. Damn. You wrote down on paper where it's not going to get you? Yeah. Like, you looked down the statistics? <laughs> no. No, no. It was like... Where it did get me, <laughs> you're like, so where did 250,000 mile BMW with blown suspension is not going to get you there, and it did. Where did it get you? Where was the Where was the first time you drove that car, and you're like, holy shit, I made it. It was uh, <laughs> literally when I dropped it off at its final resting place. Uh, <laughs> Buried it. I drove it back. from Green Bay back to Park Falls, and how far of a drive is that? It's for about the... four hours. Wow. Uh, like all highway, like just you know, cruising, and the, the, like it was rough. It was, she was on her last legs. And I'm like, man, I just need you to make it home. And she did. <laughs> Barely. Then there was a little bit of a fuel. Yeah, then we put her down. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going to the nice farm. You're going to have a great, you can drive all over the field. <laughs> I think it actually did Free get oil. turned. You're I like, think it did get turned into a demo car. Point your headlights at the field. <laughs> <laughs> no more no, E36. I, I think it did get turned into a demolition car. That's even sad. That's the worst way to go. just put it out of its misery. <laughs> yeah. My God. It's like holding on to it just so yeah. you can enjoy it. Was it. Like, you it was selfish like bastard. Sitting, it was like sitting out back by our like, we have like a, a, a separate like building back home. And it's like a shop. And we kind of just like put it along the backside and it overgrew with like weeds and shit and animals are probably living in it and all the tires are flat. And my mom's like, we need to get rid of this car. I'm like, then. Someone comes along with like 20 bucks, so I'll fucking give it to them. And there was a couple guys back home that they saw, and they're like, oh, we can probably do something with it. And they pulled it out of there. So, Wow. Yeah. Pulled it out of there. Out of its grave. Out of kill grave. it again. He's like, just Murder. leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else that we want to talk about today on the World Wide Web of what's going on in the automotive industry? I just say check out some stuff at Martini Works, improving yeah. that shit every day, all the time. Yeah. Got your build threads on there. We're sharing them on Instagram. So if you're not following Instagram Martini Works, make sure to do that. Absolutely. And if you guys aren't staying tuned to some of the things that we've got going on, we'll be launching what we're calling the Unbox Channel very, yes. very soon. Um, so that's going to be a third channel. A third channel. It's going to be over on YouTube. It's going to be going. going into all of the specific, in depth, raw, authentic details of the parts that you know and love so that if you want to buy them, you know about them. Know and love for them. now. So that you do know hey, when you buy Rotoform BLQs, they <laughs> do just so happen to weigh like 29 pounds. And drop your gas mileage. And drop your gas mileage. Drop your gas mileage. Seizure. Them wheels drop the gum. So with that said, and that bitch out of the way. You know, go check it out. We appreciate all the love, all the support. Thank you guys and gals for those that did pick up a sticker or a banner uh, for your cars. It does mean the world. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.